1: Hey, friend o, Steve here. L Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to on today's episode. We are going to be talking about last night's Monday Night Ro- Raw <laughs> road. 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 We're on the road to WrestleMania. Monday Night Roads. On last night, (laughs) yeah, man, where Cody Rhodes got the endorsement of perhaps, I mean, this is a bigger endorsement than Jesus himself, Larson John Cena hugged the shit out of Cody Rhodes. Raised his hand not once, but I believe twice. (laughs) Oh, man, two endorsements. He said, This is the future, brother. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. Uh, But first, Oh, man, oh, man. Break out the sweats because, uh, and I mean like perspiration, not like like Walmart $6 sweats. Yeah, Uh, because Vince McMahon is backstage or was backstage at Raw. So Fightful Select reported shortly before Raw began that Vincent Kennedy McMahon was backstage last night during Raw and with a twist, a fairly shocking twist, looked A little bit different. Apparently, Vince is now sporting a mustache, and he's dyed his hair. In a subsequent report, Fightful added that a number of talent described Vince's new look as resembling that of Gomez Adams from the Adams family. (laughs) Wow! Was this uh, like a distraction from the fact that he was there? Not seemingly... Running creative Larson, what is the latest on what he was actually doing there? So
2: yeah, that is the question. Why, why are you? Why, here? why, <laughs> why is he there? To quote <laughs> Khan from Wrath of Khan. Um, so one talent told Fightful they thought Vince was there to visit John Cena. Apparently, Cena and Vince have been uh, hanging out socially ever since, on occasion, ever since Vince resigned. Though Fightful added, "Quote." Uh, Talents do not know why he was there. We're not briefed about it. So Dave Meltzer discussed Vince being at Raw on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio stating, quote, well, he was in Gorilla all night. So what does that tell you? He wasn't barking orders at people or anything like that. But he was in Gorilla all night. And I was told that they tell you that he's only there to visit John Cena. That's the story. But there's more to it than that. He's doing more than they're letting on. The person in control is Levesque tonight. It's not like he was there in charge and doing stuff, but it's not like he was he was there just visiting John Cena and saying hi to a few people and leaving. That didn't happen either. The truth is a little bit in the middle. Now, Fightful Select today confirmed that Vince was in uh, the gorilla position throughout the show, uh, but Talent noted to Fightful that while Vince was, quote, not shy about saying hello and greeting Talent, he wasn't issuing any instructions, wasn't offering any feedback, nor was he giving any sort of directives or orders. So in response to Dave here, Mike, in, in in response to this, I would say I'd ask him a question. Mm-hmm. Vince is going to be at Raw. Where else is he going to sit? Yeah. Other yeah, than I mean, that gorilla position, I think him being a gorilla position. If he's going to be at Raw, of course he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Where else is he going? He's going to be sitting in the locker room, sitting at catering, eating some Reese's pie. No, he's going to be a gorilla position where are the action's at.
1: Yeah. No, that that makes that. Yeah. Obviously. Absolutely. I, and I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, <clears throat> sometimes the line that uh, that Dave Meltzer walks between his own speculation, yeah. and you know what people are actually telling me, it seems kind. It seems kind of you know uh, um, clear that people are telling him that there is more to this than meets you know the hair dyed eye. Huh. Um, however. <clears throat> People often have their agendas, as we've said. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, in terms of if if the two if the if the two extremes are Vince is there running creative, oh. doing what he used to do. And and then the other side is that of that is Vince is completely and totally hands off, never to be seen from again. Yeah, there. this is somewhere in the middle because Triple H has outwardly said, I consult with Vince about creative Much in the same way that I consult with a lot of other people. Now, one of the things that Fightful Select said that one of the talent there told him, I think it was one of the talent, one of the people in WWE told him, is one of the big sort of tests here going forward is going to be, is he going to be at SmackDown? That might be some indication that he is going to be a weekly presence in creative, which could, of course, you know, snowball yeah, into you know co-running the show with Triple H, what could which could then snowball into Vince just being back, what he's doing, exactly. except this time he's got a mustache. Like um, uh,
2: I, I, I understand everybody's hesitation and, and and reluctance and anxiety about Vince being there a thousand percent.
1: Mm, um, yeah,
2: you know, especially from talent there who uh, uh, maybe not had the best experiences under Vince, especially. Uh, To see him back in the building, uh, it it would it would cast a pretty dark cloud over the proceedings. Knowing he's there, and yeah, if he starts showing up on a more regular basis, you'd think that anxiety would only intensify uh, Mm -hmm. through the weeks. Because you know, if and when the company sells, what role is he going to have? Is he going to take over Creative again?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and especially, dude, especially these days, with you know the the prospect of a sale seeming a little less likely in the immediate future certainly in the time frame that they had speculated on given Vince's reported nine billion dollar price tag that he wants and the state of the economy with two prominent suitors potential suitors Mm -hmm. um being maybe written out of the equation Comcast and uh and Endeavor Mm -hmm. um you know that just leaves uh, a, a maybe a couple of like the Saudis and even God. I do you do you remember was there a report that said even the Saudis might think that that's a, that's that's too rich for their I don't blood? Call that no. Okay, then then disregard it. I thought I saw something like that on Twitter, but it's Twitter. Who knows? Um, could have been wrestling news. Now for all I know. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, it, this is this is definitely something to keep an eye on. I think everybody who has been enjoying the product. And by the way, if you look at the product last night, you know I didn't really see much of Vince McMahon's mm-hmm. fingerprints on it. Yeah, Johnny Gargano picking up a pinfall win over Finn Balor. Obviously, it was a distraction for Edge to motivate their WrestleMania match. But mm-hmm. you know, all the same, it had all the hallmarks of of modern day of of Triple H era. Yeah, um, WWE Raw and will that change in the future a lot might change in the future given that they might sell or they might not sell and if they don't sell what's going to happen then is vince mm-hmm. mcmahon still going to try to exercise is he just sort of oh, something just beeped in my ear? um nobody knows nobody knows nobody knows, nobody knows. and that's, nobody that's knows. the bottom line
2: and we probably won't know until whatever happens happens right exactly
1: but uh but definitely interesting and uh and something to keep an eye on but I kind of wonder if this is sort of also serving to just prepare people. You know, it's like if people are worried about Vince being back as the point guy for creative and having to wait outside his office for three hours and mass releases, that's just something that that might happen in the future. You know, Mm -hmm. and this is maybe serving to prepare them a little bit for that eventuality. (sighs)
2: Oof. Yeah. Well, hope that doesn't come to pass. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk raw. Um, I know there's a lot of talk, obviously, about Cena uh, 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 embarrassing, humiliating uh, Austin Theory publicly. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, first, let's talk. got a, ma- a massive story beat uh, last night in the Bloodline saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay made this decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew it was going to lean this way anyways because this is all heading for a tag match between the Usos and Sammy and Kevin Owens so at the end of the main event uh, Jay comes down to ringside stands on the announce table um, shortly after that Sammy rolls up Jimmy to get the win mm-hmm. Jay gets in the ring goes up to Jimmy puts his hands on his shoulders mm-hmm. grabs him by the shirt almost like he's about to rip it but doesn't it's kind of lightly punches him in the chest a little bit and it looks and like Jay is about distance to cry from him too like yeah. he keeps
1: literally an arm's length yeah. from him yeah
2: and he looks like he's about to cry the entire time Jay mm-hmm. is and eventually he walks past Jimmy goes down the floor where Sammy's standing um they talk a little bit Jay gives him a huge hug mm-hmm. and Sammy at first is like all right okay this seems like a real thing and mm-hmm. then embraces him back yeah and uh, uh, Jay releases the hug, puts up his one. Sammy does the same. Eventually, Jay puts uh, puts his hand down and then super kicks Sammy and mm-hmm. gets in Sammy's face and says, You thought I was going to choose you? This is my family. Mm-hmm. And then puts him in the ring. Jay, Jimmy, Solo all put the boots to him. Cody runs in to make the save. And yeah, that's how the show ends. So um, the show last night. Was in Boston, the same arena that hosted war games last year, mm-hmm. the the same night that Jay accepted Sammy fully into the bloodline. Um, I like the symmetry there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't quibble about Jay's performance. Yeah, that's great. You know, him having nearly crying to Jimmy, going to Sammy and give him that huge hug, which could be interpreted as completely legitimate as opposed to this is all a, a, a plan to get him feeling comfortable. It could be one that could be both for all we know. Mm-hmm. Jay saying, this is the last time I I, I I'm gonna be able to do this to you.
1: That was kind of my read on it. Yeah. My, my read on it was Jay still has a lot of, he's, he's conflicted about this because he legitimately, you know, once you buy in after, after uh, keeping a person at a distance like that and, and, and pushing back against it, once Jay bought in, he bought in, That was a dude, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day to, to quote, you know, a wrestling, uh, colloquialism, that's it. Like it's family. Mm -hmm. Like that's not. And it's so, I don't know, man. I, I, I liked on one hand, I liked the very wrestling centric simplicity of the turn last night. Not, it wasn't a promo. There are words being spoken, obviously there are words being spoken. Jimmy was on, you know, the edge of the seat, wondering what was going to happen. Um, I, I do wonder if it might have been there have been here's the thing the bloodline story has has risen the bar so yeah. far high so high yeah Um. In, in terms of creative quality with their segments especially yeah and I feel like this segment need this moment needed a more fleshed out segment yeah I do appreciate the simplicity of how they did it. You know, his performance, especially really was the anchor of this, you know, the way he was interacting with Jimmy, Jimmy's reaction when he was heartbroken. And then he came back around to it when he saw how this all played out. Mm -hmm. Um, But having it filmed down there at the bottom of the ramp, uh it just it sort of lacked that almost c- uh, cinematic quality yeah, yeah, yeah. that so many other story beats have had. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, I think that this really kind of deserved Roman to be there and it's in the ring, and that's how so many of these other segments yeah. have played out. Um, and now it seems like maybe they were just like, We got a month to get this thing done. Uh, to, like, really get the few, because Kevin Owens still isn't on board, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a great little Easter egg. Cody's uh, trying, man. Cody trying to get Kevin Owens on board be, be behind an Elias Rick Boog segment uh, in the background there. But, uh, but you know, we, we figured Jay would come to this decision. What do you think of Jay arriving at this decision on his own versus some more outward uh, manipulation from Roman reigns I mean you can look at it as indirect manipulation yeah. obviously Jay probably sees the kind of pressure Roman's putting on Jimmy and I have yeah. no doubt this played into that yeah yeah um and maybe we'll, that'll be fleshed out a bit more on Smackdown yeah uh w- w- what do you think about yeah the, no I mean uh, I, th- I think
2: you know the, the the inference is that Jay came back to spare his brother any more pain at the hands of Roman um at least that would be part of his motivation you would think is, is not so much to, to help Roman as it is to help his brother. Um, going back to kind of the simplicity of the presentation, I agree with you. You, you, you go back to – this is a pretty massive story beat in this story. And you go back to the end of the Rumble, that massive story beat. And so much of that was the presentation of it. Yeah, You know, I understand this is on Raw versus a huge uh, stadium show. So you're not going to have sixty thousand people reacting to what's going on, but I'm guessing mm-hmm. there's a pretty large crowd in Boston last night. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 this somehow could have made its way back in the ring, and 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 enhance could enhance the presentation of it a little bit, um, part, and it's it's a small quibble. So much of this bloodline stuff has been very nuanced, and it still is, but part of me was hoping that even going into WrestleMania, Jay would be even way more conflicted about this. You know, Mm -hmm. like he was still on the fence about so much of what's going on Mm -hmm. and maybe only in the match at WrestleMania when, when, when his brother desperately needs him Mm -hmm. where he's like, okay, now I have to take the fight to help my brother out. Mm -hmm. You know, even going into the match at WrestleMania, there's, there's hesitancy from Jay. There's, there's a, a, a bit of doubt. In J- Jimmy's mind, whether his brother's going to help him or not and have mm. kind of that whole story play out in the ring at WrestleMania mm. um, could have potentially been pretty interesting. But you know, this is the path they took. They wanted the dramatic moment of Jay uh, laying out Sammy with, you know, really no question who's right now allegiance uh, he or what side he's on. Um, but like, I guess the, the subtle nuance can be in his motivations for coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think you're right. I mean, if you look back at, you know, when Jimmy, um, was the one to sort of convince Jay to fall in line, and 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 in Jimmy's eyes, you know, three two years ago, it was two years ago, I think. Yeah. In Jimmy's eyes, save Jay from himself, um, and and just fall in line with Rome because that in Jimmy's eyes, that's. That's the safe bet. that's the mm-hmm. way to go. Mm-hmm. You fall in line behind Roman. you know, I'm not gonna be your bitch, but i'll I'll you know, I will be the king of my own castle, even though Roman owns the empire. yeah. um and and Jay was not into any of that. and Jimmy brought him along, and Jay was not happy about that. And Jay's <laughs> entire demeanor has has uh, informed has been informed by that decision for the last two years. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that now Jay is the one rescuing Jimmy from Roman, I think can be an interesting bit of story that they can explore from here on out. It's just, you know, you and I are big presentation guys. And, Mm -hmm. and to have this look, the stage of pro wrestling, so to speak, is the ring, you know, that's where the drama plays out in this play. And, and for it to happen there, you know, outside the ring, um, I thought was, was an error in, in presentation. Um, but uh but yeah, maybe maybe the bigger emotional story beat will happen this Friday. It's entirely possible. Smackdown. It's entirely um, possible. Um, yeah, because we knew this was going to happen. It was yeah. so. What what do you make of Cody being the guy to <sighs> rescue Sammy and not because Kevin Owens? He said, yeah. and I thought it was a really great exchange. Him and Sammy and Sammy yeah, yeah. Zane earlier in the night. You don't get it. I've been fighting them for eight months and you've been on their side. You can't just show up now and expect to join the fight. I'm doing this on my own. Even if it kills him, he's doing it on his own. Yeah. Um, What do you think of Cody being the politician here, as somebody in our chat said, uh, and trying to bring them together, being the guy to make the save for Sami Zayn? It's, It's a deft move politically for the crowd and for the WrestleMania main event. What do you think of it as a story beat?
2: So I recall us talking about this possibility uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. I don't know exact time, where the possibility of Cody of them inserting Cody into the the Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn aspect, USO's aspect of the storyline, rather than just having Cody focus on Roman, having the USOs, Sammy, Kevin Owens thing play out kind of in parallel, and then obviously being at a collision course at WrestleMania.
0: Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
2: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's Mm -hmm. BlueNile.com. Back then, I was like, I don't want to see Cody too actively involved because I don't feel like it's necessary. Mm -hmm. I feel like Sammy and Kevin Owens' story should play out on its own. Mm -hmm. Like, they should be the ones to come to the realization that they're stronger together. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Um, Not so much Cody trying to recruit them to join forces along with him to take down the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Um, And from a presentation aspect, I liked the bit with, with Cody and Kevin Owens. And -hmm. if that's what it is, it's two segments of Cody in the background, talking to Kevin Owens, maybe one of him uh, talking to Sammy in the background and that's all we get. That's fine. But I know this is going to lead to Cody. I don't know. My fear is it's going to lead to Cody directly mediating uh, 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 in, in a segment between Sammy and Kevin Owens, and saying, "Here, let's do a six-man tag match against the Usos and Solo Sokoa to prove that we can all work together leading to WrestleMania." And if, it doesn't feel—it just doesn't feel as organic as a, as letting things just kind of develop naturally. at all coming to a head. That's just my take on it.
1: You know, I, I'll, I'll take the other route on this, and this is not because I am number one, Cody Sweaty, right? Maybe that informs us a little bit, but. Yes. Um, Roman and Paul Heyman have made this personal. Yeah. They have, you know, brought in the Dusty's son isn't as bad, isn't as good as Dusty's kids thing. Right. And so Cody before this hasn't really has Cody had much. I mean, he's talked about. Oh, whichever one, Sammy, he's going to win. I think Sammy's going to win. I'm going to fight Sammy at WrestleMania. But Cody hasn't really inserted himself until last night on Raw. He hasn't really brought Mm. himself into it. And I think this being his response, hey, they want to fuck with me. They want to make this personal. Okay. I see a couple guys right here who, if they could get on the same page, could wreak havoc in a personal way. They're trying to sow deep divisions in the family. I'm going to go ahead and play their own game and I'm going to get involved in this now. And this wouldn't have happened if you didn't bring my dad and that stuff into it. You guys probably could have handled Sammy and Kevin on your own because there was no way they were ever going to get on the same page. Well, guess what? Cody does really well. I bring people together really, really well. Look at A.W., and, and now he comes in and he does what Cody does. He is he is the politician of pro yeah, wrestling. He, is. he really he is. is. He's presented that way. He's got the American flag, all that stuff. So he comes in and he says, you guys are going to fuck with me? All right. We'll make it personal. I'm going to bring these two guys together to really fuck with you. And then we'll see how it goes. Now, if that ends up getting motivated, if that, if that ends up motivating a six man, um. Then you know there, there there is a standard wrestling trope. Yes. So be it. I do think it should rise above that standard wrestling trope. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I'll be honest with you. As I sat here and talked, I kind of convinced myself that I like Cody getting involved because it does make some sense.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 a presentation as you know a, a argument in my mind. If 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 it's handled subtlety, subtly, mm-hmm. I don't mind it so much. Like I said, if it's, if the it's situation where he's in the background talking to Kevin Owens, you see one of him talking to to Sammy Zayn, it, you know you could piece that all together, and 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 see oh he's trying to work things out, him coming out to save Sammy just makes it feel like to me oh they're gonna start pushing this more to the fore. and if it's literally the thing where he's gonna mediate this disagreement between them, it's like I can, I don't know for me it feels more powerful for Sammy and Kevin to come to that realization.
1: Him coming him coming to Sammy's aid is action not just words though yeah it's proving to kevin owens hey i'll get involved in this that's how much that's how much i feel about it oh and I get now it. Yeah. don't you feel like kind of an asshole for not um it's it's manipulative on cody's part but i like it i think i think it i think it works i think it works um you know there's no pay-per-views between now and i mean no, maybe so we'll that get
2: six med tags probably going to happen what raw before romania
1: Go home before mania. Raw or SmackDown before mania. If that happens, well, I'm not yeah. really, I'm not really terribly concerned about that. I, I think that it's, I think that it's, it it works on two levels. Number one, it does sort of, you know, give Cody the Sami Zayn anti bloodline rub. Um, yeah. But also, I think it's, I think it's a, it, it's a, it's a smart move on Cody's part and, as and, a character.
2: And maybe the, the my perspective is a bit skewed because you have WWE doing everything they can everything they can to push Cody as as the guy mm-hmm, and yeah. and which I know that's that's what they're going to do but if they're going to they're doing it in a way that that they're trying to make it feel organic but at the same time it feels a bit like okay we don't want anybody booing Cody so we're going to kind of put him into the storyline in a way that people just can't boo Cody whether it's it's organic or not per se.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing though, man. Come on, who's booing Cody? No, no one's, a, Cody an yeah. no one's gonna oh, boo Cody anyway. No one's gonna boo. Oh, you're anyways. saying you're saying it's this ain't a problem. Why are you no, trying to make it's it, not it a, a problem why are you, it's not. Yeah, okay, okay. It's not a problem. Okay. No one's gonna I, I boo Cody. You. We've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't yeah. you
2: don't necessarily need Cena out there hugging him and raising
1: his hand and being like, Hey, cheer this guy, he's next, you know. Yeah, but it was awesome. It's a good Why moment. would you ever I'm sorry, why would you ever not want that? <laughs> I didn't say I didn't want it's, it. I didn't say it's, it's not it something Co- you necessarily need to, for people, for people to get behind Cody. Oh man. No, it's not. But Oh, Holy crap. <laughs> that was a moment right there, man. See Cody. Cody's like, and now I'd like to introduce you to the greatest man alive. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> and Cody comes out. Yeah. I'm the greatest man. And not alive. only is he my successor, he is going to mm-hmm. surpass all my accomplishments. Right. Exactly. Everything Cody I said about you, Austin theory, this is the opposite of the that. Opposite this guy is, is amazing. Cody. Yeah. This guy has seen a next level. Um, no, I thought that was great. So let's talk about uh, John Felix Anthony Cena uh, made yes. his uh, return yes. uh, to WWE last night. As we had suspected, it was to motivate a match against Austin Theory. As we had suspected, John Cena out promoed the living shit. Oh, that wasn't a question, no. <laughs> out of Austin Theory. But here's the difference. We realized, we were talking about this before even the pre-show today. And we, we both sort of independently came to the realization that Austin Theory sort of, you know, we we have this concept here going in Rob Cryface, yes. and this is a John Cena. This is a John Cena feature where uh, he'll promo with The Rock, and and with a giant smirk on his face, point out that The Rock has uh, notes written on his arm. And if you ever go back and watch that, you can look at The Rock's face, and he has got yeah, he is he is done. He had cryface The Rock. Yes. Dwayne had cry face yes. uh, with the Miz and Maurice feud against John Cena and, and oh, Nikki Bella. On a
2: weekly basis, Cena was given Miz cry face.
1: Right. It's a work of beauty. It's just, CM Punk gave a Triple H cry face once oh. uh, during a contract signing, and mm-hmm. it was a it was a thing of beauty. <laughs> and, and so we were like, man, Cena's totally going give- to Oh,
2: Roman. Cena gave Roman cry face.
1: He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think it was the, they bring me back part time because you can't, get this what full i can time. yeah you can't yeah. do this full time yeah um Austin theory is, is an interesting case because he in in he sort of has walking cry face and you you sort of like during this promo i don't know how much like this was too easy for john cena because yeah. everything he said was spot on yeah. and and even austin theory knows it And so like there was nothing he could respond with. It's not like he was got because he was never there in the first place. Mm -hmm. He sort of walks around with auto cry face Mm -hmm. and it's like, he's not like there's, he's helpless to to do anything about what John Cena is saying. Austin theory stuck. Yeah. John Cena found the doctor of thugonomics on a fluke because of that Halloween episode where he started rapping and people were like, whoa, what is this you can do? And then he put on you know, the jerseys and he started rapping and it got mm-hmm. over massively mm-hmm. and then he was able to transition to what we know now of John Cena. Um, what did you think of the segment and uh, how do you think this match is going to go down at WrestleMania?
2: I mean, the uh, Cena's kind of central thesis was uh, if I beat you, you lose because you lose everything. And he, and the way he framed it is you don't even have much as it is. But if mm-hmm. you lose to me, you can lose the U.S. title. Whatever, whatever ounce of respect any or legitimacy anybody has for you is going to be gone if you lose to me. But if you beat me, you still lose. You still have to come out here the Raw after Mania, and and people are going to realize you're still an empty champion. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing going on here because nobody yeah. cares about you. Yeah. Um. And they're going to dump all over you. And then you you think of back when uh, Roman beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. at Mania 33 and the 10 minutes that opened that that raw after Mania of the crowd dumping on Roman. Mm-hmm, yeah, You know, that's almost quite that same level of, uh, of, of grief from the crowd, but it's going to be severe. Um, and so it's like it's a lose-lose proposition for you theory. You're not ready to handle it either way, but since you brought the fans into it, I'm not going to let them down. You got your match. He got to think Theory wins this. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And if they're going to do anything with Theory during the course of this match, something needs to happen in that match that unlocks something in him. Mm -hmm, Yeah, sure. That actually advances his character. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And I don't know what it is. We really haven't seen any any hint, any seeds of anything that that it could be. But he's got to not just get the win over Cena in the match. He's got to get a win over him in terms of Cena's arguments against him.
1: Yeah, I mean the the fact of the matter is what John Cena said is absolutely true. Yeah. I mean I'll be honest with you, like this this felt more meta than and John Cena whenever he shows up now he gets meta like he, he breaks Oh that he's wall. not afraid to do that no right you know he he mentioned the uh the piped in crowd noise mm-hmm. which was awesome. Everything he said to Austin Theory was absolutely true. Yep. He is ruthless aggression Cena and that almost got John Cena released. Almost got him fired. Um and Austin Theory has to find the thing. Now my hope is, my hope is creative, Triple H knows, because I I've heard from many different, you know, places that Triple H really, really likes everybody sees it in Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Triple H is also a guy who understands you have to to a degree get there yourself. Because creative can only take you so far. Um and so I don't know if Creative has an idea for theory for the raw after mania because that is going to be a very important raw after mania If they don't and they're expecting theory to crack it himself I'm not optimistic Mm-mm. because I feel like to this point he we would have seen more We would have seen something more from Austin theory whenever he's on commentary uh, Whenever whenever he shows up to do commentary because he's involved in a program with somebody in the match. He's underwhelming um, He's got everything in the ring He's got the look and he's got the charisma, but there is that thing that we, I just don't see him as, you know, as, as all day superstar, the way, you know, it's written on his tights. Um, so I, I just, I simply don't know that the raw after mania after he beats Cena, cause he's going to beat Cena. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's going to be prepared for, for what happens next. And, and Cena says, yeah, the crowd's going to eat you alive. No, they're not. They're just going to, they're just going to not react to him. And if he keeps on getting that non-reaction, yeah, because because here's the thing: if they leave it a theory, this is what he's gonna after WrestleMania. I'm the guy that bought that beat John Cena. The champ is here. Yeah, and and there's gonna be nothing beyond that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said if, they're, if they if if they do this right, it's not just theory beating Cena. It's theory. Sorry, it's not just theory pinning Cena. He has to beat him in the match, but also beat him at the argument. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just don't know how they're gonna do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know, dude, I don't even know if that I do. I absolutely agree that something has to happen in the match. Something has to click, you know, because look at how he won the U S title. It was by fluke. How has he retained the U S title mainly by fluke? Mm -hmm. He's got to beat John Cena and maybe beating him in a way that is satisfactory in, in a, in a, in a a clean manner. Yeah. Maybe that'll unlock something. But the bottom line is he needs a character that people can, can give a shit about. And that's, That's hard. It is. Hard. That is, that is not easy to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for Austin theory, but everything John Cena, it, it is, fa- it is, it's always fascinating. And it, that again, I, I'd really die to know the creative process behind that aspect of it to be like, okay, so you just had John Cena come out there and, and tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. That's a big, that's a big gamble because when, really when theory shows up on raw, nobody gives a shit. You know he's gonna he's gonna have to figure something out. Yeah, and I hope he does.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But uh, yeah, I don't know what that would that would be because we haven't seen any hint of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We got a bunch of WrestleMania matches made on Raw last night. Of course, Cena versus Theory for the mm-hmm. US title. Uh, Seth Rollins, Logan Paul had a segment on Raw, leading to an official announcement of their match, and then Damage Control. Bayley accepted a ma- uh, challenge from Trish Stratus, so it would be Damage Control versus Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all kind of figured these matches were going to be uh, happening. This just makes them all official. Mm-hmm. I didn't check how many <clears throat> matches for the Mania card are officially in the books now.
1: Ooh, I don't know. You got Brock Moss, Roman Cody, yeah. Charlotte. Uh, Eight is b- the b- b- answer. B- Eight. Okay,
2: I think it's six each day.
1: What was it last time? A lot more. Well, oh, last time is like... sort of different because I was under Vince, anyways. Yeah. Um, last year, was yeah, six each day makes sense. That makes sense. Maybe seven on on the day that Brock Amos is.
2: So it was seven seven day one and nine, day two, but two of those matches well one of those matches uh mm-hmm. vince versus pat mcafee lasted all of the four minutes
1: it was the goofy stuff yeah, yeah. oh and
2: then then sheamus and ridge beat the new day in in about a minute and a half so there's a lot of there's a couple short ones
1: yeah i'm guessing i'm i think you're right i think it's going to be six on one seven on another because of the Amos thing that's going to be yeah that's going to be short like you said um so anyways uh and then yeah that like the uh the six man the uh the six woman tag match damage control versus Becky lead Trish. We expected that to happen. Mm-hmm. seems like unless they do something radical between now and then with Ronda Rousey's arm injury, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Maybe we'll find out more on SmackDown. Could be, could be. Uh, anyways, uh, raw kicked off with uh, let's see here. Oh, there was a video earlier in the day of uh, from earlier in the day, rather of an SUV pulling up. The bloodline comes out. Heyman says, Uh, Jimmy, you heard the tribal chief last Friday solve the Sami Zayn problem. You know what happened? Sami Zayn escaped, which means he survived. This means opportunity for the bloodline. Solo will solve the Kevin Owens problem tonight. And you, Jimmy, whether your brother comes to his senses or not, you're going to solve the Sami Zayn problem once and forever. And then Heyman lifts up his phone and says, Call Roman Reigns. Mm hmm.
2: Uh, Show kicks off with Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa. Uh, down the finish saw uh, DQ. We got a disqualification finish here because Solo yeah. and gonna lose. Um, so Solo has the advantage on Owens in the corner, sets him up top, uh, hits a superplex or looks for a superplex. Sorry, uh, Kevin Owens blocks it, elbows Solo off the top, and then Owens ends up running into a smother drop. Gets a, so Solo gets a two there. Solo's looking for a corner splash, misses. Owens hits him with a DDT. Um. Solo hits a palm strike. He charges at Owens. Owens sidesteps. Solo runs at the post. Owens looks for a stunner. Solo pushes him off. Um, and when he pushes him off, Jimmy's on the apron. Kevin Owens knocks Jimmy off the apron. Hits Solo with a couple super kicks, cannonball, swanton. He goes for the cover. Jimmy gets in the ring to break it up. Owens wins by DQ.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so after the match, uh, Jimmy sends Kevin Owens into the steps, Solo starts clearing off the announce table. They're like, Oh, we've seen this before. He's about to do a splash through the announce table. Uh, both men, uh, uh get in a bunch of punches. Uh, and then Sammy Zayn comes in to make the save, takes out Jimmy, sends solo into the post and goes back to Jimmy. He puts him on a table, grabs a chair to swing at solo who takes off. Jimmy runs through the crowd, uh, with him. Sammy gets in the ring. Kevin Owens is in the corner. Uh, and uh, and they sort of, he sort of looks at Kevin, throws the chair down, walks over, he extends his hand. Kevin Owens gives it some thought, and then leaves. He's like, yep. nope, not going to do this. Crowd starts booing. And, uh, and yeah, so we get a little bit more with those two a little bit later in the show. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're backstage. Bobby Lashley has a promo. Let's talk about Bray Wyatt. It says, I'm tired of playing little kids games, Bray. Little kids games, Bray. Gosh, can't talk. So I came to SmackDown to face you man-to-man, but you aren't a man. I thought coming to your home would be enough for you to face me, but you send a guy in a mask to do your dirty work. Mm. What is it going to take for you to face me, like a man?
1: Relax your mind. No, erase, erase, your, erase mind. your mind. Yeah. Shake your behind. Erase, erase yeah. your mind. After that, we had a Carmella interview. Byron's backstage with her. She said, "Let's be real. The only reason I got this match, he's got a match with Bianca, uh, uh, to get out of uh his uh, Adam Pierce's non-existent hair." But he just made his champion uh, uh, out to be humiliated weeks before Mania. If he was really doing his job, he would have made tonight a number one contenders match and a victory would give me a shot at being added to the Raw Women's title match at Mania. But once again, Adam Pierce ruins everything. And Adam Pierce is in the background yeah. and he's like, oof, no, I don't want to deal with that. So, because uh, Chelsea, Chelsea walks up and she's like, yeah, Adam Pierce is a dumpster fire. He walks up and he like, you know, he's just in the background milling about. He's he like, does the
2: Abe Simpson, the grandpa Simpson gif. Thank you. Exactly. He walks yeah. in, turns around, walks right back
1: out. Yeah. So Chelsea's like, you know, after uh, after you beat uh, Bianca, we should go above Pierce's head and uh, speak to uh, his manager and get the match changed. And is uh, like, oh, man, yeah, you should be in my corner. And then they're like, Byron, what are you still doing here? Listen to our private conversation. <laughs> They've got such great chemistry, they these do. two together. They Chelsea Green, like is, so, she is made for the sports entertainment stuff, for the mm-hmm. WWE stuff. She really is. She really is. Yeah, she is. Yeah. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You
2: got this. Adidas. So that match was next, Bianca versus Carmella, Uh, despite... Chelsea Green's uh, constant attempts to interfere. Bianca ends up getting the win. Uh, Twice, I believe, Chelsea tries to help Carmella win. In the end, though, uh, Chelsea gets in the ring. Bianca sends her out, chases her around ringside, then dumps her in the timekeeper area. She gets back in the ring. Carmella rolls her up. Bianca kicks out. KOD, Bianca wins.
1: Yeah, so after the match, Chelsea and, uh, uh, and Carmella both attack Bianca oscar's music hits she comes down uh and she walks up and she miss chelsea in the face because carmella ducks out of the way and then uh, oscar and bianca have a bit of a stare down but they smile at each other they look at the wrestlemania sign mm-hmm. as oscar's music plays so i mean it seems kind of certain that Carmela's not going to be added to this match uh she keeps on getting humiliated but uh but yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with that yeah we'll um see. Before we uh, continue on here, do we have an update? I have not asked you about this in private. Do we have an update oh. on Big Red?
2: Yes. I think <sighs> we're uh, pretty pretty confident in announcing the winner, yes.
1: Okay. We'd like to do that now. We can do that now, yes. 40 minutes in the show. Let's do it. All right. The new and new uh, predictions Big Red cha- championship winner is...
2: Angelic Wolf. Ah,
1: this is what I thought. Angelic Wolf was 49 points?
2: 49 points. So uh, to be in contention this month, you had to run the table on the actual card of the show, get every match right. And then Angelic Wolf had four of the six prop bets correct, including closest to getting to the actual time. Someone else got 49 as well, but we talked about it. We thought, well, Angelic Wolf was in six within 16 seconds of the yeah. exact time of the match. Yeah made sense to yeah. award virtual big red to angelic wolf so congratulations
1: congratulations angelic Wolf. angelic wolf is a patron is that correct or uh, a youtube channel member
2: Thinks i don't remember
1: okay all right well angelic wolf uh is now the second uh digital mm-hmm. big red champion moses mm-hmm. opposes uh, has been defeated as has the rest of us yes. uh so congratulations please uh on whatever wh- wherever we're at. However, you can get a hold of us, uh, either on the Twitter, uh, in the DMs there, mm-hmm. uh, if you're a patron, Patreon uh, DMs, however you want to yes. get a hold of us, you can yes, get, a, get hold a hold of, of us. us.
2: And we can get you your
1: right. You, Yeah, so you're going to send us whatever picture you want us to put Big Red on, and then it'll be here in the waiting room, on the Twitch, it'll be on our socials. Uh, you'll be officially listed on our yes. Instagram in the little story that has... the Go the, into the, the uh, Pantheon
2: of Champions, yes.
1: Thank you for saying it much more eloquently than Well, that's ride. a
2: rarity that I can say something eloqu- eloquently at all. See, I can't even say eloquently. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh. So, yes,
1: congratulations.
2: And, of course, WrestleMania. WrestleMania's Everybody's opportunity around to, the corner. to contend for the belt again. Steve, between S- Steve and Forster and myself, Steve finished uh, with two-point advantage uh, over me. I think I bested him Enforcer by two points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, all, it pretty much came down to the prop bets because I did better than you in the actual card. He did better than mm-hmm. me in the prop bets, and that's what it, that, that's what's the deciding factor.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and then, of course, so like you said, WrestleMania is around the corner. And it's a two-day uh, deal. And it's a two-day deal. We're going to figure out how we're going to do all that, what prop bets we're going to do. And if you want to... Get yourself in on the uh, on the predictions challenge. Patreon at $5 uh, and up. Uh, patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. And of course, just click join if you're, or, or sorry, you can click join if you're a YouTube channel member or to become a YouTube channel member. And then we'll do that as well. Uh, those uh, Friendo Club members also get access to our questions threads. Mm-hmm. They get access to our weekly bonus episode, which we're totally doing this week because um, we didn't last week. Um, but, uh, and early access to our retro reviews, they get to vote on what retro reviews we do. Um, so yeah, Angelic Wolf is now in the Twitch chat. Yes. You won. Congratulations. Congratulations. It is official. It is official. You are the new big red champion. So well congratulations. Done. Well done. congratulations. Uh, try congratulations. to hit us up, reach out to us. I'll hit you a whisper on Twitch. I guess you need to send us a picture yeah. of what you want to have big red on. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yes, moving back on. to Raw. Moving on. Yeah. Said, uh, so, Sammy's backstage. Said,
2: cool. <laughs> cool. All right. Cool. Everything's in motion. Sammy's backstage. He walks up to Kevin Owens, and he says, uh, I really don't know what to say or do at this point. Are you seeing what I'm trying to tell you? The bloodline. Too much for me. Too much for you. Too much for anyone. This isn't some sort of ploy to make things better. We need to learn. Or Sorry, we need to be a team. We don't need to be a team. Gosh, gang, we don't need to be a team or be best friends, but we have the same objective. Can't do it alone, but we need to do it together. Listen to me one more time. I was in the bloodline that Owens interjects. Says, I remember you staked your claim here in this arena. Says, at my expense. I remember, I get it. They're too much, but I have fought them for eight months on my own. Maybe together we could, but I don't want to do this with you. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. Maybe you should go back to Roman, apologize, stroke his ego. They'll probably forgive you. I don't care what you do. Just leave me out of it. Do you oh, understand man. that?
1: Look at, listen, look at that method acting right there. <laughs> you, you're basically, I, I close my my eyes and I can hear Kevin Owens speaking. You hear Kevin Owens. I can hear Kevin Owens. Uh, after that, we get a really cool Rhea Ripley hype video. After that, we have Miz TV, uh, Seth Rollins, and, and Logan okay. Pollard. Okay, the so face you said face after
2: stuff. this segment, you're less invested in this bout. Explain yourself. <sighs>
1: I don't know if I can, I just, you know, I didn't really care about it in the first place. Yeah. Um, and it's, look, I know it's going to be a good match. I get it. It's going to be a good match. And I appreciate, (laughs) I guess here's the thing. Seth made such a good point and it's all stuff that I know already Yeah. in that Logan Paul's a fraud. He's, he's, he's a human dumpster fire. I I believe all that stuff. I, I think that's real. I think there's a there's a trail of evidence to suggest that. I don't like to see those people in the wrestling ring having a match taking up my precious Seth Rollins time. Yeah. Who should be doing bigger things than yeah. the celebrity match. Yeah, he should be. He should be doing and something And Logan far more Paul substantial. didn't do anything last night. You know, when Logan Paul first debuted for WWE, it's like I still I knew all the stuff about mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm. but you know, he was the, the guy who was sort of just sort of happy to be there, but yet he was, he's still pretty good on the mic. Like he's, he's crisp on the mic and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't care about him as a character in WWE because I don't care about him as a human being. Um, And that's just, it. that's just my opinion. And this segment really didn't do anything more. It's not like, oh, I want to see him get beat up. I want to see Roman Reigns get beat. You know, yeah. Yeah. I want to see like a good bad. I want to see MJF get beat, you know, at this point. Yeah. That to me is like, I'm invested in this bad guy because I want to see somebody take yeah. them down because yeah. you're just sort in of the, the
2: character. Right. Exactly. In the character. They're relying so much of Logan Paul's real life heat.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Because apparently he's a turd. Yeah. To get heat in the wrestling business, in the wrestling world, and that's just a completely different thing. And yes, yeah. Seth is making all these good points because yes, seemingly he is a bit of he is a dumpster fire, mm-hmm, yeah. but and 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 a fraud and all that stuff, but. It's not the character of Logan Paul; it's actually Logan Paul.
1: And I don't want somebody like that in the ring entertaining me. I'm like, I just don't, you know, much yeah. like when you when you find out, you know, like certain actors apparently are into cannibalism. Now I don't really want to see him on my movie screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, acting, and I'm like, I can't divorce myself with the yes. fact that this dude up there, yeah. apparently, yeah. you know, it, it wants to be a cannibal. Yeah, I'm not into that. No, no. I mean, in the case of Logan Paul, you know,
2: given all the stuff. That has gone on with him and is apparently still going on with him. I don't know if you really want to give give him a spotlight like that, uh, you know, to garner new fans. If the potential is there to for him
1: to continue the kind of activities he's apparently been doing, and I know, and I know what it's going to be. I know it's going to be like. Well, so so here's the thing. Guardian ape here in the in the YouTube chat says, "I feel like you're not realizing there's millions of people out there that do genuinely hate Logan and they want to see him get beat up. That's fine." This isn't real though. Yeah, that's my point. Is that this is this is a simulated fight? He's yeah. getting paid to go out there and put on a really good match, and and lose probably to Seth Rollins. That's not the same as actually getting beat up. Yes. And so yes. I I realize there's people. If now if I saw you know some sort of viral video or somebody cold cocks him in the street, <laughs> then maybe yeah. I'll be like that'd be more satisfying than
2: Seth Rollins having his hand raised at WrestleMania is what you're saying
1: probably had that one coming yeah that's exactly what i'm saying i'm not yeah. advocating for that mind no. you i think no. you know violence in the streets is probably bad no. but no. um but yeah i just don't i, I don't i don't want to see this person you know in, in the ring and yes i understand that the wrestling world is littered with with people who have done shady ass things yes. it's wrestling it has a history of that um and i'm in this particular case i have a hard time divorcing myself of the man from the character uh, more so than I do with other people in wrestling. I yeah, guess. So I don't, I don't just...
2: disagree with that at all. I mean, you, it's going to be a, a fun match. I don't care about yeah. Logan Paul. I don't really want to see him on my television. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't really think he adds much to the product. Other than yeah. oh wow, this person does hasn't wrestled much and he's really good. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. But at the same time, there's a lot of extremely talented performers in WWE who have busted their ass their whole life to get to this point, and yeah. they don't get yeah. a spot of WrestleMania, but this guy does. Yeah, yeah, and, Guarded, they, guard- and if if they don't, sorry, let me get this point real quick. If they ha- if they don't have like some real data that backs up the, this guy is a draw, then it's all on maybes and hopefully well, and they pro- You know, the thing is, they probably do. And, and I if mean, they, they do, that then I, I would, yeah, uh, yeah. From I, that perspective, I would understand.
1: But no, from from a business perspective, I understand. I mean, you can't. You know, I I I think maybe even looking at you know the the raw you know, podcast numbers that, you know, the appearances of WWE wrestlers mm-hmm. have done. I mean, that might be enough to justify it. It could be. Um, but uh and, and from a business perspective, I get it. It's just Seth Rollins is a special talent and every WrestleMania should be a big deal for him. And I just I'm I'm not into this. Guardian ape, I'll, I'll let him get this word in here because I yeah, you know, I mentioned his comment. He says, I realize that, but just looking at that from a different perspective, I can see that with that way too. And and he says I agree Seth deserves better. And I and I appreciate and I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the from a different perspective is something we should definitely be doing here. And maybe there is something to that. Maybe there is something to, man, you know, I'd like to see this guy get, <laughs> even if it's a fake wrestling victory, there, you know, it, it's, I'm sorry, a fake vict- fake wrestling loss, you know, it, it is something that people might want to see. That That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, I'm just not into the person, and I'm not into what, you know, he represents, and I'm just not into it. Nope. Agreed agree um but we'll talk about this segment yep uh, so Miz is in the ring uh, we get highlights of Ms just being sort of tortured by Seth Rollins over the past couple of weeks uh he says I know what you guys are thinking why should I want to step foot in the ring after what with Seth Rollins after what he did to me but truth is I'm moderating this to prepare for my hosting duties and I know I need to have no biases and I'll be the utmost professional if anybody has an issue they shouldn't have to have used my phone to set it up so welcome social media sensation. Logan Paul comes out. He makes his way out. He's got a bottle of prime with him. Uh, he walks right by Miz, who had uh, his hand out. He was going to try to shake his hand. But instead, Logan walks past that, poses on the turnbuckle.
2: I, I, I'll need to interject here real quick. At least WB is making no attempt to try to book Logan as a face, at least.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. At least they're not tone deaf on Logan
2: Paul. Because they, in the Roman feud, that was, that was the deal in the Seth with... You know, sorry in the feud with miz that was a deal too so at mm-hmm. least they're not trying to portray him as a good guy at least
1: yeah play. no yeah I, I agree with that totally uh so anyways um seth comes out uh he looks amazing as always all that jacket uh, he had was something oh, else oh man the red and white awesome.
2: stripes but it was not like straight stripes it was kind of curvy stripes it was awesome
1: Yeah. Uh, So anyways, uh, the normal Seth fan singing stuff happens. Seth says, Boston. He says, well, look at what the cat dragged in. Live in the flesh, he's gracing us with his presence, Logan Paul. He says, it sounds like they might know who you are because they're all booing the shit out of him. He says, "Uh, even though we've had our run-ins, we've never been formally introduced. I'm Seth Rollins. Uh, Logan says, oh, man, I know who you are. The crowd keeps on singing. He says, you're the clown I dumped at the Royal Rumble, the the guy whose head I stomped at the chamber. And I don't know what your problem is besides embarrassing you twice. He says, I accomplished in one year what you did in 20. I'm better than you at your own job. I work smarter, not harder. I'm naturally good at this. In fact, if I were you, I wouldn't like me either. Um, Ms. says, uh, you know, uh, he says not to take sides here. He makes a couple good points here, Miz. Mm. I'm sorry, Seth, Miz says. Uh, Seth takes the glasses off. There's like a big fuck you Logan chant. They have to try to beep that. Uh, Seth says, here's the thing. He does make some good points, but what you're missing is none of that is the reason we don't like you. Let me put this to you simply. We don't like you because you are the scum of the earth. You're a coward. You're a troll. You're a fraud. You're a human dumpster fire, and we don't want you in our house. Let me tell you, Boston didn't come here to see us mince words. They came, to, they, saw me, uh, they came to see me get my pound of flesh. So the time for talk is over. It's time to fight. He drops the mic. It'd be great if he said it's time for the main event. It's time for the main event. And then uh Miz is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my job. Moderator, it's my job that you don't fight. Logan says, don't speak for me. If I want to fight Seth Rollins, I'm going to do it. Because if I want something, I'm going to do it. But guess what? I'm not going to do it. I don't fight for free. I'm a premium act, and I'm definitely not going to fight for free in Boston. And that was the one thing that Logan did that I actually kind of appreciated. The look on his face was overly cartoonish, and he said, "Boston." I was like, "Okay, that's that that's good. That's good heel acting there." Mm-hmm. It was it was cartoonish, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Miss says, "You know what?" Uh, he says, Logan says, "If the stage was bigger, if the money was bigger, if we were somewhere with more star power, I'd consider it." and Miss says. Well, I'm the host of WrestleMania. I can make that happen. And Seth says, oh, you can make it happen right now? Let's go then, Mike. And he throws Miz out the ring. Yeah. Uh, Logan hits a low blow and tries to stomp Seth, but he avoids it. Miz eats a super kick as Logan hits a knockout punch on Seth. And he says, when you wake up, let me know about WrestleMania. Bye-bye, bitch, which was the same line Seth used on Mm -hmm. him last week. So he had to get his in.
2: Yep, yep. Uh then after that, uh, what do we got here? We got a, a, a singles match here between Amos and Dolph. Uh, this match came about because uh, Mustafa Ali got Dolph the match. Mm-hmm. And he's trying mm-hmm. to be real motivational with Dolph. <laughs> Ali's yeah. doing fun, a lot of fun stuff. He's He was sitting ringside. He had a bunch of Volt gear mm-hmm. on. He got yeah. a sign that said, Go Dolph, go. He was getting the, the crowd at least near him to chant for Dolph. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like what what Ollie's doing now.
2: Yeah, um, and so uh, Dolph lasts maybe about 90 seconds against, against Amos. Amos hits him with the choke bomb to get the win. Afterwards, MVP grabs Mike, says, Brock Lesnar, you wanted me to hype up this match. This is all the hype you need. You should never put your hands on me. I give you my word. Uh, Amos is going to tame the beast at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah.
1: And then we're backstage, and then we've got Maximum Male Models. Oh, one thing, one thing we should point out. I know we talked about it briefly on the pre-show. But given that this is the only uh, uh, MVP stuff we've had with Amos, we've got to talk about the picture. Oh. So there is a picture making its way on social media. I think uh, MVP tweeted it out. And it's of uh, him discussing some business backstage in his own words. And it's Carmelo Hayes, who I think had a dark match on on main event, yes. I think. Uh, Amos and the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. that's that's a hurt business i would love Mm -hmm. love to see if dude if they debut carmelo hayes leading a faction of established guys (sighs) talk about talk about a star making type of debut. absolutely
2: absolutely look
1: here's my thing dude we know apparently uh dave finley is going to be the new leader of bullet club now apparently in wrestling you could just like join a faction and be leader immediately. Apparently, I mean I guess in the real world it works. You can have co- companies where they hire somebody who's got experience to come in and be yeah. CEO. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So Carmelo comes in, leads hurt business. Ooh, It'd be something else. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be something that, else that'd, that'd be, be amazing great. yeah great. go out of your way it's a really badass looking picture it is it's, it's great it's in black and white and they all have like serious face oh it's so good yeah it's so good, good
2: stuff. uh so yes maximum male models backstage so they're they're throwing some compliments off screen you assume it's otis so corbin walks up and says oh thank you that means a lot to me you know things haven't been going my way i've been on a losing streak and then my mentor said and then, uh Mase goes we weren't talking about you And Mansua says yes <laughs> We were talking about him and they point over to Otis and they say, well, uh, you know what he has. He's got charisma. He's got the it factor and he's got hair. Hmm. And then I think Corbin says something like, well, I'm bald like Bruce Willis. And they say, yeah. you're no Bruce Willis. Yeah. And then Maxine says, well, maybe you have potential. If you take care of our problem, referencing Gable, I'll Gable. consider
1: you. Yeah. And then
2: Corbin says, consider it done. And he walks off.
1: Yeah. yeah, I just realized people are gonna be so confused about my cannibal actor comments. Oh, just 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 Google it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Here's this the isn't Andy. this isn't something in like uh, you know like the mid eighteen hundreds. It's something that happened in the last few years. Yeah,
1: right. He, he played twins in a in a, in a movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> he was gonna be Batman at one point too. Yeah, he was supposed to be cast in George Miller's Justice League as Batman. Oh, that's I think. crazy. I think that was. I think he was supposed to be that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, Jimmy is backstage taping up. Heyman says, Jimmy, you're the man, you were the one, the one who will take out Sami Zayn. You're the one who'll make sure the tribal chief never hears Sami Zayn again. And he mentions uh, Roman giving him time and says, you know, Ray- Roman's gonna blame you if Jay's not back by Friday. You know, at a certain point, Jimmy's, you know, why are you here, wise man? You're not really helping me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got.
2: Yeah,
1: $50. yeah, we got
2: that early on. Uh, taking on John Gargano, uh, Edge costs Finn this bout as one would predict because they're going to have a WrestleMania match, which bring the match count to nine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it was a fun bout uh, down towards the end. Rhea gets on the apron. Uh, John take Johnny takes out Dominic, and then Priest chases. Uh, Balor knocks him down in the ring, hits a spot, uh, stomp, follows with a shotgun drop kick. He's going up top for the coup de grace. You think you know me. Hits. So Priest and Rhea go up the ramp, thinking he's going to uh, come down the ramp towards the ring. No. Edge comes through the crowd, pushes Balor off the top. Gargano follows with one final beat. He gets the win. John.
1: John. John. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Loomis <laughs> takes
2: out Priest. Um, as uh, Edge hits a spear on Finn, and then uh, he leaves the crowd, and then we hear from Edge later on in the show. Oh, mm-hmm. actually yeah. pretty quickly here.
1: Yeah, it was right after that. But first, we got a promo for uh, the king and queen of the ring in Saudi Arabia, May 27th. You know what I'm excited about, Larson? Mm. We get some... Number one, going to be a charity stream, because they yes. always are when we do the Saudi yes. shows. Yes. Because uh, that's a whole that's a whole can of worms. Uh, But... Almost as important as the charity stream aspect of it is the McGriddle aspect yeah, of it. We treat ourselves as the McGriddles. got to make sure May, we've got to be eating clean so that at the end of May, <laughs> we can have two McGriddles. Double up on the McGriddles. <laughs> Double up on the McGriddles. Double up. For, for we got a, a King McGriddle and a Queen McGriddle. You know, I got
2: that McDonald's app on my phone now. Oh, man. Get them yeah. deals. Otherwise, it costs like 40 bucks per McGriddle. Yeah, McGrittle. I know. You, try, you go to a, a sit down restaurant, spend just as much for a meal as, as McDonald's, unless you use the app, apparently.
1: Here's the thing, though at a sit down restaurant, you're not going to get the quality of a McGriddle.
2: I mean, no place has the quality of McGriddle save for McDonald's. <laughs> uh,
1: know, everybody's just out in the cannibal actor here in our chats. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> well, I, you know, I, as you mentioned, Google it. It's, it's easily <laughs> readable Google information. It. It's right there.
1: Look at that. Oh. Look at my cat back there. By the way, I don't know if you're ever gonna see her, but we got a we got a dog now. That's yeah. my cat, and now yeah. we got a dog. But then there's a dog there. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's obsessed with me.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, yep. We got that Edge interview. Byron's waiting outside his locker room. Edge finally exits, um, and and he asks him, "Hey, well, what's the deal with this Finn stuff?" And he goes, two weeks ago, Finn cost me a match, I never should I never should have lost. So I did the same to him. So right now, I'm calling you out, Finn. Next week." I know I slipped into Ed Edwards (laughs) next week. I'll be in the middle of the ring by myself to settle this. Let's see if you have the stones.
1: Let's see if you have the stones. Yeah. Uh, After that, uh, we have Nikki Cross versus uh, Piper Niven Mm -hmm. and uh, Piper Niven gets the win here. I wonder if Nikki's going to end up with the Bray Wyatt group if Eric Young is part of that. That's that could the, be. That could be. That'd be really cool, merging sanity with Bray Wyatt.
2: That'd be something that'd else. Be really neat. You have Uncle Howdy. You got Eric Young. You got Nikki Cross.
1: Yeah, man. Bring back Demo and. Um, Alexander and, Wolf. Uh, Alexander Wolf. Yeah, exactly. Because they
2: just reunited in progress.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, right. Before this match began, they announced that uh, Candice LeRae has an AC sprain. Hmm following uh i think piper's attack oh. last week two weeks ago is that
1: like a real do we know if that's a real deal or not
2: yeah an ac joint is the one that connects your collar bo- <laughs> your collarbone to your shoulder
1: steve sorry i don't mean the actual anatomy is that a real thing is it like a shoot oh. injury for oh Candace i, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they just made up stuff it's a dx sprain it's the
2: it's not the, the ac joint it's the
1: dc joint it's the dc yeah Don't laugh at that. That's terrible. Nah, it's good, man. It's good. It's a good dad joke there. This was my segment of the day. I really should have put this on the thumbnail, man. I'm sorry, but this iteration of Boog's dullard meathead is fucking hilarious. That look on his face, that empty look when Elias is trying to explain stuff to him, absolutely kills me. He's got got the... uh, he basically looks like, you know, you know, he actually looks like, hmm. um, who is the old flex. Oh man. What was his name? Flex Mentallo, I think was his name. He's an old, like fifties comic book character hmm. that, uh, that they did like a great series on like about 10 years ago. It was like Frank quietly, it's a comic book thing, but, uh, but man, he looks like an ad for a bodybuilder yeah. in a, in an old comic book, you know, um, and, and he does this character perfect. So Boogs is backstage. He's trying to lift a truck. And honestly, the more surreal you get with Boogs, the better it works, yeah. the but the more it works. So he's like, you know, if I just had some handles, I could deadlift this thing. So Elias walks up. Uh Oh, Flex Mantello, he was on the HBO show, Doom Patrol. I have not watched that, I've heard good things though but uh but anyways uh, elias walks up to him and boog's like oh man i don't have my notes where's my notes like it's you know, it's not the notes you don't need notes about what you remember what what do you remember about my lashley match uh lashley put you in the hurt lock and pecs that's what i remember <laughs> he remembered Pex. he says no man that, that's not important he said i took the fight to bobby now everybody was inspired by that they all want to walk with elias You got to go out there and do it yourself, man. Look, I want you to go over to that guy over there. He's talking about Bronson Reed. Mm -hmm. And in the background, by the way, is when you get Kevin Owens and Cody Rhodes talking. And Kevin's trying to explain himself. And Cody's trying to talk. It's all very animated with a bunch of hand movements and stuff. Oh, look at my hands. They're doing this right here. So anyways, uh, he's like, I want you to go up to that guy and say, I want to fight you. Read my lips. I want to fight you. He's like, oh, okay, okay, cool. I got it. I got it. He goes up there. He turns, he points at Elias. Yeah. And, and so, you know, this is going to go south. And uh, and so he walks back, Bronson walks up uh, to Elias, says, you want to fight me? See you next week. And Elias like, what did you tell that guy? He's like, I read your lips. They, they said you wanted to fight that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boogs. Oh, my it. goodness. I love it. I love Boogs. I, I looked up to see if there was a boog shirt I can get. Wow. Not yet. Not yet. Steve, member of the Boogs crew, huh? Oh man, I'm boozing out, Larson. You are boozing out.
2: Uh, next, John Cena. He returns. John. He makes his entrance. Uh, seems touched by the hometown response because he's from the Boston area.
1: He's in Boston.
2: Um, he gets to the ring. A town down. Hits immediately. Uh, Austin Theory makes his way of the ring, and so the the the, the crowds chanting for Cena. Uh, Theory says, "Oh, keep it going, because just like them, I got all the respect in the world for you." All you, you might not know this, but I became a WB superstar, all-day superstar. All-day, yeah. Oh, real superstar, all-day real superstar.
1: All-day real superstar.
2: Because of you. You inspired me. The hustle, loyalty, and respect, I thank you for that. I came out with a gift for you, John, John. for the blood of my heart. It's a gift bigger than any movie role. It's a gift of me and you, one-on-one at the Grand Estate of the Mall, Austin Theory versus John Felix Anthony Cena for the U.S. title, at WrestleMania. So the crowd's chanting, Yes, Steve, would you like hey. to portray the role of John I was, Cena? I was hoping you to say that.
1: People say all the time, You know, hey, you look like fat John Cena. Hey, guess what? I'm about to have two more McGriddles come May 2027. That ain't going to change. So uh, Cena, you know, crowd's all hype. And he says, No. There he's like, What? And so John, yeah, that's exactly the look. he says, He says, Took a second, thought it over. No, I'm not interested in your gift because you haven't earned the right to give it. I've been watching and listening and I don't care. Just like every single person here. We don't care about you. Why? We don't care about you because we don't believe you. We don't believe you because you don't believe you. You're a generic kid in fancy sneakers, wearing sunglasses indoors, but you have nothing in your heart. I've walked in your shoes. He says, there's a sign out there that says theory is a scene of wannabe, and want to be the camera shows it. Yeah. He says, I'm your ghost of, fu- of Christmas future. Right now, you're in that ruthless aggression phase. That phase almost got John Cena fired. He says, what an opportunity it was. But you could see that I didn't believe in myself. And that opportunity wasn't enough. You've been given opportunity after opportunity, but you've got no heart, no soul. They're out here out of respect. We yelled back and forth um, uh, at each other because they believe they don't believe in you. You're a pair of trunks away from being a jabroni. The crowd's like, whoa. He says, now this is called the feedback sandwich. This is where I say something good. He says, you have the best name in WWE history. And Austin Theory's like, yeah, I do, yeah. And he says, he says, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker. But no name is better than Austin Theory because that's what you are, a theory. In theory, you should be great. In theory, you've got everything they look for. Everyone should be here to see you, but nobody cares. You're wasting your time. So on behalf of Boston, we'd like to give you a gift. Shut up, turn around, get out of the ring, and we'll let you walk out of here in one piece.
2: So Theory has this look on his face. Uh, I'm not going anywhere like that bald spot on your head,
1: is what he yeah. says. And so, so John Cena, hey, he takes off his hat. And he does this. Yep. yep. Shows off the bald spot. And just says, like Steve here. Says proud of the senior <laughs> circuit. So Theory
2: Continues says, you make it all sound good. But I all uh, but I see all these t-shirts. It says never give up. But wait a second. Is John Cena saying no? Is he saying he's giving up? And that hat, it says respect. What's the respect? Where's the respect for them? You have a gold ticket against the greatest U.S. champ in May- at, at WrestleMania, and you're going to give that up? Where's the hustle? Where's the loyalty and respect, John? John. Don't you all want to see John Cena at WrestleMania? Um, uh, And they're all, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, shut up. He said, no. I realize as my hero, they were
1: right. You don't want to meet your heroes because all they do is disappoint you. And then Cena completely annihilates him with one line. He says, I'd rather be bald than have him pipe fake crowd noise because nobody cares. You really are a dumb son of a bitch. Gosh. I didn't say no because I gave up. I said no to save your ass. You aren't ready. You're really putting my back against the wall. But if we have a match and I win, you lose everything. If you win, you lose everything. You win the day, maybe, but you got to go out the Monday after all by yourself and explain. It'll be you against the most vocal audience in WWE and they're going to eat you alive. They see you're full of crap. But you left me no choice because you brought them into it. And now I got to ask them to see what we're going to do. Boston, before we get WrestleMania rowdy, I want to thank my family for being here tonight. He says, I need your help, though. What do I do? Do you want to see Cena versus Theory? And then a huge yes chant rains out. He says, you'll have to pardon my senioritis. It's not just the hair. My hearing is going too." Do you guys want to see it? And uh, they're all going crazy and stuff. He says, dude. I may not care about you, but I won't give up on them. You just made the biz- biggest mistake of your life at WrestleMania. It's Austin awesome theory versus John Cena. Wish you, uh, uh, He says, uh, I wish you luck. You're going to need it. And uh, he says, you know, you got no brains up here. You got no hearts. And he got nothing here. And he whacks him in the, on the dick area, the yeah. balls. And he said, he, and then his music hits, and he starts leaving. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're really going to have to work on that last bit. And that was just, man, that Ooh. was just... That was where, and then he gets, and then he gets up there and he says in no way, shape or form are you ready for WrestleMania, but Boston deserves somebody who is ladies and gentlemen, the greatest man alive, Cody Rhodes. (laughs) Thank Cody Rhodes comes out with a big smile. They stand there for minutes, not seconds, minutes embracing, talking, Cena raises his hand like twice. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It was good stuff.
2: It was. It was. Uh,
1: then we're backstage. <clears throat> uh,
2: Kathy Kelly is interviewing uh, Sami Zayn. Asked him about Kevin Owens. And Sami says, I wish I could say he was stubborn, but he's right about what happened in this arena at War Games. But everything has changed. The one guy who was supposed to have my back through thick and thin, Jimmy Uso, now is to put an end to me. This match tonight is about survival. He's trying to put an end to the Sami Zayn problem. But if he doesn't, it's the end for him. And I'm not going anywhere until I see with my two eyes the end of Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. So I'm sorry, my dog, Jimmy, but tonight isn't going to be your night. hmm yeah. Uh, and then we got Chad Gable taking on Baron Corbin. Yeah. Uh, wasn't Baron Corbin's night. Nope. This match was pretty short. Uh, Gable wins. Uh, he hits a Chaos Theory. Looking for a moonsault. Misses that. Corbin hits the choke slam, backbreaker deal. Um, and then uh, Gable taps him out to an ankle lock
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, <laughs> I'm i not sure that putting Corbin with model, you know that might have been just saying I'm, this is not a conspiracy theory I want to indulge in that Vince is like involved I was gonna mention it the, it's there a, there's no chance that like the 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 end with uh, Jimmy and I'm sorry with Jay and Sammy that wasn't like a Vince thing right yeah just do it on the ramp no I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. Um, Putting Baron with maximum male models, Baron really has like had a whole career of deserving better. You know.
2: Yeah, he's constantly in a position where he gets humiliated.
1: Although I guess now he's not going to be with him, but maybe he's going to keep on begging him to join. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe. a good. That's some good humiliation right there.
2: Yeah. Uh, we oh, get this. Oh, I uh, didn't see. Oh, you this. didn't see this? Okay. No. Oh man, I missed it. So they had another WrestleMania ad, this time it's the Top Gun parody with Miz and Maurice. Ah
1: Um Was it good? It was all right. I'll check it out. They're gonna yeah. have run these ad nauseum. They're gonna run a lot. I mean so far the Seth Becky one is, is the best. Oh, I like yeah, it Seth just doing the Joker thing, I think, was was yeah, that warrants it being the best. And Becky even the Yeah, that was pretty funny. I like yeah. the Titanic one though. That was Yeah, good. the Titanic
2: one was good. Give um, me your hand.
1: Which one? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, it's just the Miz being the Miz. So if you're into the Miz thing, then maybe you'll like it.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I'm cool with that.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, then we had uh, Becky and Lita come to the ring. Um, Becky starts, says, uh, The man and Lita have come around to Boston. We are here as your new tag team champions of the world when a couple of legends like us step in the ring together. We ain't going to miss. So Lita mm-hmm. adds, Becky, when you gave me the opportunity, uh gave me a chance to become the tag champ. Uh, is either I either let that moment pass me by or we make history like we did. It mm-hmm. says Dakota and EO made it hard, but that made it worth it. As your friend and tag partner, I want to thank you, but there is a special equalizer we need to thank tonight. So Trish Stratus music hits. She comes to the ring. She says, Lita, I'll always have your back and to see you team up with the man to capture gold. I wouldn't have missed that for the world a couple months back in Toronto. I told Bailey to shut her mouth. So this brings out Damage control.
1: Damage control. So Bailey's like, uh, here, I'll I'll take damage control. Bailey says, ding dong, you idiots. Show up when it's convenient and steal the spotlight. If it means you can add something else to your trophy case. While all these dum-dums cheer for you, I see right through you. You're selfish. And now Trish and Lita, you two are why we're actually here. You're why we're wrestlers. But the three of us, we're going to be the reason you never come back again.
2: Yep, and then Trish says, uh, "You're good at interrupting, but not listening." I can I can go from I am retired to I was retired, and where better to do that than the grandest stage of them all? Three of us against the three you at WrestleMania.
1: At WrestleMania, oh, and Bailey's like, "Yeah, we accept," and they throw their mics down, and EO and Dakota are like, "What? We don't want to do that." But then they're like, "Ah, no, swerve," and they try to attack, but then they get foiled. Bailey and Becky face off, and they all beat up Bailey. Uh, And then she gets out before she takes a a chick kick.
2: Yep. Yep. And then we get our main event, Jimmy Uso versus Sammy Zane. Mm -hmm. Um, They gave this match a good amount of time. So after a commercial break, uh, Sammy and and Jimmy are hitting each other with shots up on the top. Sammy pushes Jimmy off, uh, takes a leap off the top rope right into a super kick from Jimmy. Um, And they're both selling and, Jay comes down through the crowd, hops over the barricade, stands at the announce table. So Jimmy sees him, smiles.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He turns around. Sammy's looking for a haluva kick. Jimmy ducks that, uh, looks for a Samoan drop. Sammy reverses that to a sunset uh, sunset roll for the pin. Mm-hmm, yeah. So uh, after the match, Jimmy, he's upset. So Sammy rolls out of the ring mm-hmm. and is kind of waiting to see what's going to happen before realizing, okay, I'm going to celebrate now. Mm -hmm. so jay gets in the ring and stares at at jimmy and i said he's on the verge looks like he's on the verge of tears Mm -hmm. and he grabs jimmy by his shoulders pats him on the shoulder grabs his shirt and kind of like you know taps him on the chest with his fist but doesn't rip the shirt off him and then he just lets go and walks away Mm -hmm. and he walks up to sammy and he looks back at jimmy looks at sammy they exchange some words and sammy's like hesitant he's ready to, if he's waiting for jay to hit him mm-hmm. yeah you could tell he's got like one hand down just nearly in a fist mm-hmm. yeah um instead jay hugs him and jimmy just he's like overcome with emotion he he he, he drops to one knee yeah and uh you get some oozy chance. jay throws up the one sammy does the same mm-hmm. and sammy looks at jimmy and says it's not too late for you mm-hmm. yeah and then jay super kicks him mm-hmm. and then screams at, at sammy uh, you thought I was gonna choose you. this is my family Jay, Jimmy's smiling in the ring. Mm-hmm. Jay tosses Sammy in there, and then they all start beating him down. yeah, and Cody runs in the make to save.
1: yeah, I mean, I do appreciate you know the performance aspect of it was really good, yeah, um <clears throat> the staging of it I think just could have been a little bit better, yeah, but uh but no, the idea that that uh, Jay's interaction with Jimmy preceding him, you know, leaving and, and sort of swarming, swerving Sammy was, you know, a little bit of, man, I'm tore up that this is all about to change, Yeah, you know, that I've been putting off this decision and because I, I really like the way things were before Sammy blasted Roman with the chair, I was content, you know, everything had sort of been settled. And I think that was a contentment he had not felt for a long mm-hmm. time. And and so you know he's like oh back into the thick of it you know I got of course I got to choose my family mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and there was a there was a, a, a bit of heartbreak when Jay after Jay hugs Sammy and looks back in the ring to see Jimmy mm-hmm, yeah just heartbroken over seeing Jay's decision and yeah you saw that on Jay
1: yeah absolutely yeah 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 so a lot of a lot of really cool stuff going mm-hmm. on there. Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know, more than anything, Cody coming down was probably the coolest. So anyways, let's go ahead and, uh, answer some questions. Don't need to do that for people to cheer. Cody's dude. what a night, what a night for Cody, John Cena in Boston, John Cena in Boston. (laughs)
2: Sorry. That jingle from those Sam Adams commercials gets in my head. I apologize. (laughs)
1: uh all right so i have a thread here on the uh for youtube channel members i think you have probably one yeah this is an interesting question from blake whitehouse do
2: you think john cena can give mjf cry face yes
1: yeah yeah i do yeah yeah i think he can yeah i think he can absolutely Uh, uh john hosey what do you think wwe could do to heat up the Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt match at WrestleMania. He says it feels pretty cold. It is kind of cold right It is now. really cold. They got to heat that up. Like, I don't do know something. why. Don't, Honestly, do something. Anything. I don't,
2: I don't know why Bray wants to fight him.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: I need to know why.
1: Yeah, there's zero motivation for it. Yeah, none. Yeah. None. I mean, if it's true that, like, they didn't even know, like, you know, Bray put that challenge out there. Before like they realized, oh, Brock's not going to want to do that. Triple H he flies by the seat of his pants a little bit, huh? He was like, yeah, oh, let's just have him challenge one of I them. Mean, he's going to take on one of them. I'm like, you got a month till WrestleMania. I know, I know. <laughs> really. At least have plans uh, in
2: place. Either way, maybe if the, if the choice is up to Brock, was just preliminarily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nikhil asked, "Power rank top five best cry faces John Cena has given people."
1: Number one's nope. The Rock because number that's like one's the, most the Rock
2: is the most surprising of them all.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And The Rock had nothing after that.
1: Nothing. He had nothing. He had nothing. He was done. Yeah. So Number one's The Rock. I mean, The Miz's cry face was so... It was... He
2: looked it, like he was actually about to cry.
1: It there were tears looked like he was going to cry.
2: Imminently going to fall. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then probably Roman after that. Yeah.
2: I don't
1: those know if I can three. think of, of... Yeah, those are the, the icons. Yeah, the He never gave icons. Phil cry face, did he? Mm, mm -mm, no no phil always just had mad face back then yeah yeah oh
2: corbin you gave corbin (laughs) cry face in the middle of a match
1: yeah yeah he did yeah oh god yeah he said they're not even they're not even thinking of you because it was like you know let's go cena cena sucks during the corbin match and he was like do you hear yeah god he said do you hear that they're not even thinking about you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was rough. That was. Unmanning during under a match. humiliation. The open wow. SummerSlam. Yeah. This Oof. is a good question. Jacob Went says, uh, who in your opinion would benefit the most? By winning their Mania match. He says for, for him, for Jacob, it's either Asuka or Finn if that edge match happens. It's a big deal for Asuka. I think that, that is a big deal for Asuka if she wins.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, Finn's already got a win over Edge.
1: Well, I mean, come on, it's Cody, right? I'm gonna take Cody out of the equation. Stop trying this, to shove Cody down my throat, Steve. Listen, man. I'm just saying if the question is who's gonna benefit most? Cody fucking beats Roman Reigns and becomes all champion. Yeah, yeah. it's Cody. But yeah. that's kind of obvious. So yeah, yeah. Taking that out. Yeah. Uh I think Gunther beating both Seamus and Drew, that's a pretty big deal.
2: Yeah. That'd be pretty huge. Pretty big deal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mondo here asks, given Triple H is known to be high on him, where do you think Adam Cole would be on the card right now if he had re-signed with WWE instead of going to AEW?
1: Somehow, some way involved in the Judgment Day stuff? Maybe, Maybe it be like Undisputed Era versus Judgment he Day? He would be facing uh, Roman Reigns for title. No, I doubt that. Yeah, I doubt that.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know. Adam Cole and Kevin Owens got a long history, man. Um,
1: Mount Rushmore wrestling and all that. Oh, stuff. yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 It's possible. It's possible. I don't know. I don't know. Bray Wyatt, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. Knight versus Adam Cole, maybe. Oh, my gosh. would be some great promos, though. That'd be amazing promos. Um Zishon Moore says, What do you think it would uh, what do you think would help Austin Theory to take that step to the next level? I mean, we talked about this a little bit before, and you know, like I said, with, with the thing about Cena, when I said him finding it was a fluke. It wasn't a fluke in that. He it wasn't didn't a premeditated it. thing. It it wasn't an earned thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, it was not uh, it was an earned thing. Yeah, but he stumbled upon it and he yeah. embraced it, and it opened it up. It unlocked yep. him. Yeah, but finding the key to unlocking it, that was kind of a fluke. Yeah, it was like, oh shit, you can do this. Okay, let's. run. I think Stephanie was one. Who was like, yep. you could do this. Let's go yep. run with it. Yep. Um. You know, Cody unlocking it from the Stardust stuff literally took him going away. Mm-hmm. And and becoming his own person and, and starting AW. Drew McIntyre went away and mm-hmm. came back a brand new person. Sometimes mm-hmm. leaving is the best thing you can do. Um, with Austin Theory, I don't know that he's got. I mean, being compared to John Cena is lofty. Yes. I don't know that Austin Theory. The closest I've seen Austin Theory is his performance in the way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if Austin Theory, if they had, if there was like a linear uh, route from nxt for the way up to nxt i'm sorry up to main roster and everybody would fall in love with austin theory and then he turns and everybody's mm-hmm. devastated then i think people who are yep. already invested in him would yep. continue to be invested in him it's kind of like in a way randy orton you know he, he locked on he wasn't going anywhere he locked on to evolution they did the legend killer stuff he was associated with a really popular group mm-hmm. they kicked him out yeah and then you know, then eventually he does you know the heel stuff. Um, people had to be invested in him early on. They're not invested yep. in Austin no, they're Theory. Not. They're not.
2: And you're right. If they somehow brought the way Austin Theory and brought the whole group with them, if people saw that at him in that character, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then you had someone get in his ears like you know you got all the all the potential in the world, but this ain't it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know uh b man patrick Sparks says in hindsight how effective was putting a north american title on solo before his main roster debut only to vacate it should have been focused on more was it enough to matter or did it need to be done at all they should have kept that belt on him for a while
1: i agree a thousand percent yeah
2: and if they uh, want to have him vacate it be like hey you got to be here and defend this thing and he was, and it was like i'm on bloodline now i'm in bloodline i don't have time to do this but i'm not it could have been up
1: it could have been like a sacrifice you know it's like this is this is my sacrifice to the to the bloodline, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that he should have kept that for a while. Yep. Um. Boy, there's a lot of movement going on back there with my cat. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ah, Jonathan Viera. Now that Triple H has been in charge for months now, what would you say are hallmarks in terms of booking? Uh. So background action. Yeah. Uh, Tops. For one thing.
2: Yeah. That's kind of topsy. That's it's not a weekly thing, but that's very much a triple H thing.
1: Uh, generally speaking, he loves to do the thing where. If, if it makes sense for somebody to take a loss, but they need to say strong, they'll take the loss, but then they'll do the thing where they get the heat back. You know, yeah. they'll do a yeah. post-match angle yeah. where they'll, where they'll get that back. Yeah. Um, Seemingly not afraid to to try things on the fly. You know? He likes his overbooked finishes, too. Oh, he's a big finish guy. Especially he to loves the overbook he,
2: he feels the necessity to protect people in the loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. just having a, a, a wonky finish.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. he doesn't do... Uh, in chat here, people are mentioning uh, no, he doesn't really do championship contender matches. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Those are gone. Distraction wins. Yeah, distraction wins are pretty heavy. Yep, yep. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, there we go. Guardian Ape. With all the backlash and fan outrage that Brock versus Amos is getting, do you think that uh, a big majority of the IWC takes wrestling too seriously? I don't know about the majority, but there's definitely a vocal subset of the internet wrestling community. I mean, I don't even know how to define the internet wrestling community. Is it just people who engage on Twitter and whatnot? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think there are some people who take it very. Yeah, seriously. there are some people who take things way too seriously. Obviously, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Five minutes of Brock Lesnar trying to get Amos up on his shoulders for an F five. I'm cool with that.
2: It's gonna be more like three and a half minutes. Uh, Luis here asks, "What's your most out of place song in your workout playlist?" Also, Larson, do you fear any repercussions that might occur after you hung up on the game and antagonized the cerebral assassin?
1: No. Wow. wow.
2: No, he probably will have forgotten by, by the time I uh, talk on Friday.
1: We got a lot going on.
2: He's he's busy a he's a busy on. person I don't want to take too much of his time I thought I was being fairly respectful
1: about it I don't know man I watched I watched it back respectful is not the word I would use looking out so you haven't looked you have not looked outside once since we've been on the on on the call today you know you're not looking behind you putting on sunglasses which was you know a bizarrely surreal thing for you to do during a phone call yeah I, Respectful, I don't know. I'm not gonna say necessarily disrespectful, but you know, you need to work on that a little bit, Bell. You think it's so? A, it's a big scoop that we got from the game. He's given you lots of good scoops. He has, yeah. But, you gotta, I mean, what's wrong
2: with yeah. a little friendly, a little cat and mouse here? You know, what's wrong with? Wow, him? are you playing hard to get, Larson? No, I'm not playing hard to get. Just trying to have some fun. A little bit hard to get. Seems I'm trying to like, make. It. I'm trying to make Triple H laugh.
1: That's it. Oh, oh man, I don't know. It's easy work these days with Gomez. Uh, with Gomez McMahon at the helm? Oof. Yeah, I
2: know. I know. So uh Luis asked, what's the most out of place song on your workout playlist?
1: Probably uh, a thirty-eight specials, hold on loosely.
2: what's what's the rest of the playlist
1: though? Oh man, it's just it's it's harder stuff, you know. It's Alistair Black's theme song. Oh wow <laughs> some down, some uh I don't know. Yeah. So probably that.
2: Gotcha. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've like I have one Bruce Springsteen song on one of my gym playlist, and that doesn't seem like really gym music, does it?
1: It well it depends on the Springsteen song. It's an up tempo one.
2: Okay. Badlands.
1: Yeah, no. That I think that makes sense. If it was like uh, "I'm on it fire," was, yeah, that would be. Yeah, maybe that's for the it's cool a, down. Like I do, I get my pump
2: on for a fast a song, and that's yeah. my, my cool down between sets.
1: Oh, sentences. my thighs on fire! There you go. That's for leg day, right there. There you go. Yeah, doing all squats. Uh, kiddo says, only in kayfabe, which wrestler do you think is secretly a cannibal? <sighs> in kayfabe, boogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that cannibalism makes you kind of crazy in the brain. Yeah. A little yep. slower, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Weren't they blaming uh, 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 at least one theory about mad cow disease is, is that cows were eating cow? Yeah, right, yeah. That led to that, yeah. I mean, Shayna.
1: She tried to eat Becky's That's true. neck. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Howdy Loomis. Just, oh, Loomis. Yeah, people are saying, of course, oh, Loomis. Yeah. Well, but Uncle Howdy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's got that blue complexion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really starts fucking with you. Uh Let's see here. Star-Lord says, uh, do you guys think Jay is going to betray Roman after the bloodline is done at Mania? Is Jay going to be like, man, I should not have chosen family after losing the tag titles?
2: Well, I don't think he, well, he chose family and so much he, cho- he chose Jimmy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He right, chose yeah. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's choosing Roman. He's choosing Jimmy. Friday's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. Uh, Infinite Esai here asks, uh, with sub, thank you, says, sorry if I missed it. But is there a meetup for the friendos tomorrow? Yes. Yes. 3 p.m. at yeah. Sauced Barbecue Place right by the Golden One Center. We'll yeah. be there at 3 o'clock. Hang yeah. out for like 45 minutes. Yeah,
1: on in. Yeah, we'll post it on our socials. Yeah,
2: um, and then cause I guess first bell's at four, so I guess we'll wander in around there. Dynamite doesn't start till five, so
1: mm-hmm. yeah. we'll
2: have some time, but uh, that's the plan.
1: Yep, yep, yep. That's the plan. Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully you'll join us for that. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for the show today. Uh, we appreciate it. Once again, congratulations to Angelic Wolf. Yes. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit the notify bell. And until next time, we'll talk to you. Oh, we're doing so. Oh, I'm going to, we're Ooh, doing something uh, different tomorrow and yes. we're going to put this where it's relevant also, but, um, tomorrow on the Wednesday show, uh, we're going to do, so last week we did count out. We're going to stick to keep that on the weekends. Um, we're going to do kind of, it's not Matt chat necessarily, but we're going to do an episode where we take and go deeper into your questions. Uh, so we're going to pick like the best question. We're going to use that as the topic and the thumbnail. We're going to talk about that at length at the start. The questions are going to be exclusive to $5 and up patrons and YouTube channel members. So be on the lookout for that thread, uh, going up very, very shortly today. Um, so yeah, tomorrow we're going to do a live same as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the NXT review is going to remain on Fridays, mm-hmm. uh, just because that's just what it is. Um, so yeah, we're going to try something a little bit new. And, uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for your Patreon wall and your uh, membership wall there on the YouTube. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.
2: Goodbye.